0: welcome to alphabet flight encyclopedic marvel journey where i go through the fishhine book and marvel universe with the guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who is petrified. Pooja.
1: Oh no, I can't talk because I'm petrified.
0: No. Yep, you definitely can't. This yep. that's a uh, ESP. Yes. Through the internet.
1: Using my mind wave.
0: Yes. So today we're going to be talking about Grok, the petrified man. <gasps> So, dude, what do you think rock the petrified man is
1: his name sounds like Groot so I'm just imagining Groot as a petrified tree which makes me a little sad
0: yeah you should be that's, that's a little sad mm-hmm. um no we're 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 talking about um
1: oh okay so he is a humanoid rather than like a regular homo sapien so I I was close on that part <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> turns out it's a it's a man, also not petrified because they it, they move. Oh a lot.
1: Well, okay. Yeah. Misnomer, okay.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: <laughs>
0: um but uh his real name is uh Unrevealed. Oh also he has metal underwear. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's uh uncomfortable sounding. Sounds like it. Yeah.
0: Uh so Real name is unrevealed. Occupation: Sun God. Former sailor.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Credentials? Yeah. Much.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, general population is unaware of Grok's existence. Uh, legal. St- his legal status is citizen United States with no criminal record.
1: Oh wow! A good. What's boy. going
0: on with this dude?
1: <laughs>
0: What's going on? So, uh, other alias is, uh, Lazarus. Second body, Kirk Marston.
1: Oh, okay. Kirk. Barst. Marston. Marston.
0: Yeah. Uh, birth, place of birth, unre- uh, an unrevealed location in England.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: marital status, unrevealed, now unmarried.
1: Oh. Oh, a divorcee.
0: Ooh. <laughs> um no known relatives um and first appeared in astonishing tales issue number two in october 1970 mm-hmm. and you know this has a fun cover i guess you know it's everything about fun. this
1: man screams fun
0: yeah you know we have um it's so, uh, well, it's, sorry, the, the name is Revolution, or oh. Frenzy, on the 40th floor.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, it's, so uh, you have, uh, Kazar um, and his cat, Zabu. Oh! Uh, oh I
1: can barely remember those characters. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, blonde Tarzan and his cat. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, so... So, uh, so he's trying to save, he's trying to save, uh, Zabu from being killed uh-huh. by, by Kraven the Hunter. And then we have, uh, Dr. Doom as the other story in here, mm-hmm. where he, you know, stuff happens. You know, it's, it's like, you know, they're going upstairs, or downstairs, I can't tell. Yeah,
1: they, they might just be falling.
0: But they could also be being knocked upstairs.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, they drawn it in a way you can be going up or downstairs. I'm not sure. Sure. Yeah. I think it's. I think they. I think it's ups. I think he's going upstairs though. What if it's just
1: sideways and it's a optical illusion hallway?
0: It could be. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to rule that out.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. So. So yeah. Here's here's so. Here's a fun beginning. Five centuries ago today, and the being now known as Grok was a British sailor uh, um, among, no, on the HMS Drake, a ship on a mission to find the new passage to the south. While exploring the Antarctic Ocean, the ship struck an iceberg and sank the sailor that survived and was swept underwater by a warm current and carried to, presumably, an undersea cavern into the Savage Lands, a tropical jungle existing within the Antarctic continent. Whoa. Also, it's a place where good stories go to die.
1: Rip. Good stories. Yeah. Yep.
0: Wandering through the strange realm, the castaway be- came across a huge statue of Grok, the Sun God, one of the tribes of uh, the Savage Land. The Sun God of one of the tribes of the Savage Land, of the Empire of the Sun, thirstily. The sailor drank of a cup that had been placed in front of the idol. Unknown to him, the liquid within the cup came from a fiery underground pool that supplied the heat to the city of the Sun people. And just as some of the tribesmen arrived and tried to kill the sailor, just then some of them tried to, you know, kill him. No, you're drinking our hot cup. That cup's full of hot water. It's so hot. Why are you drinking it?
1: Stop it. We have to kill you now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Somehow the sailor managed to escape the savage land and return to England. But there he discovered he apparently no longer aged. And as a result of the mysterious liquid he had drunk, as a result, you know, because that's what happens when you drink really hot water. Yeah. don't Donate. <laughs> uh, but the sailor did not find this seemingly, Im- this seeming immortality a blessing. Instead, he longed for death as the centuries passed and everyone he knew died. Aww. You know, sometimes people have that and they've only lived for like 15 years. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, he, you
1: I know. mean, if you're going to live that long, might as well go around trying to make friends, you know?
0: But then they'll die.
1: Yeah, but then you make new ones. It's like getting pets.
0: Yeah, you treat you start treating humans as pets and then you just have a couple months of really bad times. Yeah. Every time you make friends. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's fine. It's fine. It makes sense.
0: Yeah, treat humans as pets. That's <laughs> that's what you do when you're an immortal. Yes. <laughs> now see okay here's the thing now now i'm thinking of like okay like yeah you treat them like pets and then i just realized that's just a kink thing and you know (laughs) you know you pet them on the head say that they're a good boy and feed them and then you know they get horny and like weirdly enough you just attract the same type of person each time
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh
0: um, so eventually the sailor body visually transformed, becoming gray and stone-like, so he looked like the idol of Grok he had seen in the savage land. The sailor had then has been called a petrified man due to his physical appearance. Uh. In, re- in recent years, the former sailor learned through his dreams that the people of the Sun Empire believed that the year of the sun had arrived, or in Grok, the sun God would come to them. In honor of Grok, the Sun people would make war on the other tribes of the Savage Land. In recent years, his form... Oh, I already said that. Uh, to prevent this bloodshed, the petrified man sought out Khazar, the lord of the Savage Land who was at the time in the United States. Taylor Kazar and the petrified man traveled to the Savage Land in an attempt to prevent war.
1: How fitting that he, the guy who ruled the Savage Land was in the United States.
0: Yeah, it's really, you know, th- that that never happened, ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it never happens that a foreign land is actually ruled by the U.S. <laughs> the, you know, sometimes, you know, I bet definitely, I definitely bet there uh, that there's no, like, puppet governor or something. No. Or pup- yeah. puppet leader no, that there. That
1: never happens.
0: That's so, um, but they were like a little too late. So the Sun People uh, led the led by Zaladane, the High Priestess of Grok, had already massacred many of the Fall People. Oh, Zaladane now led her troops against the Valakuri, a race of green skinned people, and Kazar went to stop her. Meanwhile, the Petrified Man found the Idol of Grok and discovered that it that he had developed. Tremendous superhuman powers. Powers came about uh, as a result of the mysterious uh, liquid he drank centuries ago. By leaving behind his physical form and apparently becoming a being of pure energy, the Petrified Man appeared before the Sun People, announcing himself to be Grok, the incarnate, declaring his displeasure with their war and his desire for peace. The angry Grok forced an end to the war by dissolving all of the Sun People's Weapons. Rock returned once more to his physical form, but now the liquid effect caused him to go mad. Oh. Uh, yeah.
1: Well yeah. This is this is such a classic like colonialist story. Like white guy goes and becomes god of savage people. Yep. Except there's just more steps. Yeah, <laughs> they just drew it out over time.
0: Uh, Grok, Grok then decided that the only uh, way to ensure peace in the world was to kill all human beings and beasts oh. living in it.
1: Okay, you know
0: that is technically one way to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, like I'm not gonna say that's not the way. One way you can do it
1: because factually it is.
0: Yeah, you know, Just, there's no people. You can't, there's peace.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't really, can't really deny that that is a way to go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like there's other ways, like maybe, you know, treating conditions of poverty, which is one of the leading, you know, things leading to violence and crime make sure people have what they need
1: yeah maybe don't I, give too many people too much power
0: yeah maybe instead of uh or vertical, don't give too, uh, too little
1: yeah too little people too much power
0: instead of vertical hierarchy you just have a horizontally organized pl- things you know
1: yeah just everybody and does a little bit there's a
0: lot you know, maybe, maybe, maybe everyone should read like *Conquest of the Bread*. And, you know, read up on their anarchist theory a little bit, and you know. Why not? You know, we only have we only have uh, proof of I don't know hundreds of thousands of years of human existence. Yeah. That it works. Mm-hmm. Um. So. You know.
1: And the fact we're, that we're like to ma- many mammals, if not most mammals, tend to um, cooperate rather than. Yeah. Try to com- like hierarchically dominate each
0: other. Yeah. It turns out when you introduce hierarchy into stuff, the, the like the people on top tend to lose a little bit of the humanity and start seeing the people below them as lesser than. Yeah. You know. It's whatever. I'm sure. definitely not trying to indoctrinate anyone a, into anarchist a, theory right now.
1: Yeah, it's just, just <laughs> a thought to put a pin in.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, um Okay, there it is. Uh, so, standing before the idols, uh, Zaladay summoned Grok, causing him to change his, to his energy form and uh, go to her. Grok returned to his physical form in her presence, and was enraged when Zaladayn made demands of him. Zaladayn uh, fled from Grok, who next attacked Khazar during their battle before the idol, Grok and Khazar plunged into an underground cavern, and Khazar forced Grok into the fiery pool. Aww. Z- Zidane, uh, Zaladane already told Khazar that the merchant in the uh, pool would restore Grok to the human form, and it did so, turning him <gasps> into a human being who had aged five centuries. <gasps> his... yeah, so his... His mind like was restored, but then like uh, he made peace with Gazar, then expired, and his body just turned to ash. Oh. You know, which okay. is a thing that happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh, months later, a band named Kirk Marston, who had fled- ventured into the Savage Lane, became Saladin's captive. She painted Marston's chest with the oil made from the ashes of Grok's body, causing Marston to transform into Grok himself. Marston's body was now a duplicate of Zaladane painted Marston's chest with an oil made from the ashes of Grok's body, causing Marston to be transformed into Grok himself. Grok's body was now a duplicate of Grok's um, in his petrified man form, and Marston's sub- uh, consciousness had been supplanted by Grok's. What become of Marston's own uh, consciousness is unknown, so we don't know. We don't know where it's at, you know. Somewhere, Zaladain shown Grok a city that had been transported from the dimension that Sheener, that the Sheen Sheenar brought uh, to the Savage Land. Using his great power, he t- transported the alien city back to their own dimension, seeking to bring peace in Savage Land. Grok used his slave labor to. Okay, well, you're already um failing.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, with that. But he used his slave labor to build a great city of his own there. I'm just saying, um...
1: (laughs) I wish to bring peace. Everybody is now my slave. The end. I have done it.
0: So, uh, seeking... Yeah, so, um... Grok intended that all of the inhabitants of the savage land would dwell together peacefully in his city under his rule and he planned to kill all of those who refused
1: that is a, that that is another way
0: that of is technically P. a way yes technically
1: that isn't the other ways we were talking about but it <laughs> is a different way than the first one that I it will is.
0: give so Yeah, however, Grok City was built over a thermal thermal heat sink, which helped maintain the uh, Savage Land's tropical environment and prevented the heat from reaching the surface. Hence, although Grok did not intend this result, the Savage Land was rapidly becoming overwhelmed by frigid climates of the rest of the Antarctic continent. Uh, Recognizing the peril of the Savage Land Cazar and the team of superhuman mutants called the X-Men assault to stop Grok.
1: Oh, so that's yeah. what this is a part.
0: <laughs> yeah. So during uh the Grok's battle with the X-Men, Cyclops atop the dome of the city used uh, of his of his city, the tremendous energies used to unleash cause the dome to collapse. Uh, then Grok plunged in the city's thermal shaft, which led deep underground, and was lost from sight. Which, with the city destroyed, the savage land normal tropical like you know it was nice and toasty again. Nice, you know, it was doing the thing. You know, when you don't have it cold and it's tropical. Yes. Yeah. Um. Months later, an alien in the guise of the the extraterrestrial menace Terminus destroyed the advance. Technology systems that also contributed to maintaining the tropical (laughs) climate of the savage lands lands and the neighboring Pangaea, plunging both areas into the Antarctic cold, virtually destroying all life there. The alien, who was apparently not the real Terminus, and was defeated by the Avengers and presumably perished. Okay, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Too many systems. Yeah um you want a redundancy But, you don't know, have a redundancy for one system mhm you know oh um, you know maybe instead of putting in a, a dc you put in an ac mhm something like that um but you know you don't you don't have two different things like i don't even think they knew about the other one
1: yeah just just make them like backups not like don't don't make them all, like, or functions, right? Yeah. Or, like, don't make them all and functions, I mean. This has to work, and this, and this. No, just have a few different ones.
0: Yeah, they just, you know.
1: But no more. I
0: have re- yeah. So, um, somehow Grok returned from, to his previous size, and the picture fine man form was no longer half, well, sorry, wait. But his body was no longer half-crystalline. It was forced to inhabit an, another Terminus battlesuit, presumably, presumably by the real Terminus. Grok was under his captive's mental control and was forced, while inhabiting battlesuit, to combat the X-Men. who returned to the Savage Land. X-Men defeated this false Terminus and freed Grok from the battlesuit. Once removed from the battlesuit, Grok re-, re- rem- Regained his free will, but had no memory of what happened to him since his previous encounter with the X Men. <sighs> okay.
1: Wait, which Grok is this one?
0: It's the Grok that has the second. Uh, I don't know.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be real honest. I don't know because he somehow appeared again. There's no body involved except oh my God. Grok so, appearing wh- again.
1: Which, what human is he? Like, He he what did he revert to?
0: Presumably it was the the Kirk the Kirk uh, Marston one? Okay. Presumably (laughs) I don't know. So um uh, The High Evolutionary, an Earthman who had artificially evolved himself into a superhuman state, sought to restore the savage land's tropical uh, climate, fauna and flora. He needed Grok to ask ask, to act as the power source to the machinery to perform this feat, but warned Grok that the process would cause Grok to cease to exist as an individual being, but instead Grok's essence would be infused into the Savage Land. Grok, however, said he was willing to sacrifice himself in order to restore the Savage Land land he loved, Uh, and participated in the process. As a result, the Savage Land had been restored to its previous state, complete with vegetation and wildlife. The Savage Land natives, who had escaped the destruction of the Savage Land by fleeing to another dimension, now returned there and lives together as the United Tribes, as Grok would have wished. Wow. Okay, cool. Selfless, Dura. Yep. Although the High Evolutionary had asserted that Grok no longer exists as an individual being, it's noted that Grok had returned from apparent death many times now. Hence, it has remained to be seen whether or not Grok will one day return as an individual being. Note, it is not known whether there is an actual god Grok, comparable to the gods of Norse and Greek mythology, who actually exist in dimensions other than Earth. Okay. <laughs> And they mean that for our universe. They actually do exist in different universes. So, right. right, yeah, yep.
1: So, so they they they're just for, like making oh the savages. Oh yeah, he. Uh, but he's not a real god though, you know,
0: because mm-hmm. they're savage. I, don't, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is just a big, this is just a big, like, yikes. I'm going to be real honest.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Oh, but, oh, but, uh, trust me, there's a bigger yikes coming up. So, oh, fun. Okay. I will prepare. So, I don't care what he looks like. So, I'm just not going to tell you. He looks like a, he looks like what I, what you'll see on at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, so, like, You know, he has some exercise. He does some exercise. Uh, And, um... So, Grok can project tremendous amounts of heat, light, and other concussive force from his eyes. The limits of the amount of energy he can generate is unknown, although continuous, massive use of his energies will temporarily exhaust them. them. However, Grok can tap into other energy sources to replenish his own powers. Grok can also create dimensional warps with energy projected from his eyes. It, through this means he teleported the city of uh, Shinar back to the, its dimensions of uh, origin. Grok's body composed of an unknown stone-like organic substance apparently is highly resistant enemy energy in so much as Grok had survived falls that would have killed virtually any other living being. And uh, he can transform into, like, pure energy and back into his stone physical form at will. Um, whenever he's, like, summoned, like, he feels immense pain. And he has, like, limited telepathic abilities, which is enabled him to learn of his... the activities of his worshippers through his dreams.
1: See, he sound his powers, if you just look up his powers are, like, really cool. But, like, the way you're reading it out was just in such a bored voice because the story was so boring. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, he can, like, you know, resist like, giant falls, and he shoots, like, energy and crazy shit out of his eyes that are, that, and and is able to, like, warp time and space. Whatever, man.
0: Yeah, no, like, it's just, as I said, the savage land is where good stories go to die. Yeah. Like it's not that interesting no. when you break it down cuz it turns into like a another like white man turns into a god of some savage people. Yeah. So.
1: This could have yep. been ju- this could have been like those guys from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It could have been. It was very but. close to be. But they f- yep. th- they just fucked it up.
0: Yep. So, do you have anything else to say?
1: Um, don't do a colonialism, folks. That's all I yeah, gotta don't... say. Yeah,
0: don't. Oh, you're gonna love the next one then.
1: Huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, colonialism is bad. Yeah. We should decolonize stuff. Yeah. Which actually, oddly enough, is actually happening in our in the year year of our Lord. Well, year of our Lord last year, 2020. Ooh. Like a lot of Native people won a lot of land back.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah.
0: It's real good. So we should decolonize stuff as much as possible. Yes. Because colonialism is bad. So is hierarchy. Yes. We need to burn down the system and create a horizontally focused uh, society where everyone has equal power and there's no unjust hierarchies. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm done. I guess uh, I don't even want to do plugs for this one, really. I don't know. I get I just get real tired of col- col- uh, colonial colonial stories at, uh, mm-hmm. in the Savage Lands because it's the only stories we have there. Yeah,
1: that they it's like they couldn't come up with something new for like four hundred years. Yeah, I know. Like you had like- so much time. You you were yep. in contact with uh, with a completely new culture and way of life, and that's all you could come up with.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Well, I am done. And uh, do you wanna do you wanna do uh, some plugs?
1: Uh, sure. I guess uh to kind of combat all of this, we I am uh, a member of San Diego DeGenderette. Um, we do a bunch of cool like queer propaganda stuff. We haven't really been very active lately, but usually our biggest project is uh, a clothing swap. So if you're in the San Diego area, um, especially if you're somebody who's transitioning, um, you need a giant wardrobe overhaul or something, we can get you a bunch of good clothes to uh, switch to for free. Um, and anybody can donate clothes to us and we get, anybody can take clothes. So it's kind of like a free clothing store. Um, and you can find out more and contact us, uh, on Instagram at degenderates.sd, um, as well as on Facebook.
0: Oh, another good thing to read, read mutual aid because that's what that is. It's mutual aid.
1: Yeah. It's mutual aid. Yeah. Secret. That's
0: the secret sauce. Mutual aid is really good. It's what people actually tend to do when they're in situations where they can't, participate in a normal capitalist way, they yeah. tend to go into a mutual aid mode which yeah. is, some would say, a natural state for humans, yeah. but okay yeah, so do that I don't know, mutual aid people it's good, you know, help your neighbors out yes, you know
1: that's uh, that's that's the uh, after fixing mic. that's what I want to plug, is mutual aid it's a factor in our evolution
0: yep It's literally one of the only reasons we still exist today. Yeah. Um, Thanks,
1: Mutual Aid. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yum, yum, yum. Drink it up. It's it's made of humanity and people caring for each other. (laughs) Um, um, Okay, well, uh, bye. I don't feel like doing my plugs because, you know, bye.
1: Bye.